0: This is the new this, the... this, this is the new Hydro this, this, this is the This is the One, two, one, two. Uh, uh, uh. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome back. It's your boy, Biz. I'm back. And I'm black. You know what it is. Yo, once again, coming off another great episode. Episode 35 was wonderful. Damn, 35 episodes already. All right, it's time to keep going, man. Got to keep going. That's light work. You know what I mean? I should be able to do two a week. But when I get settled in, it's going to be a wrap. Y'all going to see what time it is. Put on my game face and it's time to work, right? But yeah, I appreciate the feedback from episode 35. Best of both worlds, the gatekeepers episode. I appreciate like everyone was just hitting me up like, yo, I didn't think about that. I like when I get those aha uh-huh moments like, word, yo, that's crazy. And yo, I did my homework. Oh, yo, you was right. I like that shit. Fact check my shit. I don't always be right, but when you do and you find out I was correct, then, you know, I appreciate that. I appreciate the reposts as well and the comments. So the conversation, us going back and forth, I appreciate that. I want to reach to a point where I could read y'all mail and stuff, but I don't got enough email and stuff like that. Shout out to the supporters. Shout out to everyone that's uh, donated to the show. I really appreciate that. I told y'all one time the president of the United States was taking donations. Ain't no shame in my game, taking donations. There's a lot going on in the world tonight, but I'm pretty sure y'all could pick up the news y'all turn on Twitter. And I just got a... I got some light, some light to talk about. I had a story to tell y'all, but once again, I, I, um, I was in the car driving, right? And this is how I come up with a lot of shit. You know, when I'm driving, you cruising, and you just shit just start hitting you. Or when I'm working out, you know, I'm on my bike and shit, shit just start hitting me. I'm telling the story back to myself, but I'm trying to edit out certain parts without incriminating myself you know what i'm saying so this story is so fire man and i want to tell it but i gotta one change names um not not really i just won't say certain names but names even they make the story sound a little bit better change locations i can't say if you hear me say a certain place like yo we was in boston we just know we weren't it was somewhere else but i I have to say that and these trust me these stories are 100 but 200 true I can't wait till I get, you know, the the parties involved to come. You know, I'm not going to have them say their names, but they, when they tell it, when we go back and forth with the stories, you'll see how authentic it is. But I'm actually going to do, like I said on a previous episode, I have a a storytellers part of the podcast that I'm going to let someone come in and sit down and tell stories that they've told me. I got this one dude. Oh my God. He's, um, I won't say the crime family his brother was a part of, but he's a heavy dude, real heavy dude. And I know his brother, this older cat. Real distinguished gentleman type. You know what I'm saying? You know, well-known. A friend of ours, as they say. But this guy, his brother, you probably heard of his brother. He's been in the news a lot. And this guy would sit down and tell me stories for hours. And I'm like, yo, dude, I got to sell this thing. This is the greatest thing. Like, you're sitting on all this great material. This is Scorsese type thing. and You were there. These things were so crazy, the names he was t- I was Googling. I was like, oh, shit. He's t- telling me dates, times, you know, situations, locations. I'm like, yo, dude, this was really real. This was your brother. Yo, I can't. This this is crazy. I can't wait till I'm... Um, I spoke to him about coming on the show. He's with it. We might have to, you know, I'm going to change alter his name a little bit. But once again, I'm not here to um, incriminate anyone. I just think these stories are amazing shit that I've lived through. hey, I got a quick one for you. I could tell y'all this one before I get into what I really want to talk about this particular story i matter of fact, I'm gonna keep it brief. I'm gonna get into detail about this one a little bit later. I was doing business with these cats, and they weren't black these but these cats I was doing business with these are some heavy cats, you know what i mean they 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 don't come light, you know what i'm saying they They come through heavy pores. So one night, you know, I get a call, yo, yo, biz, um, yo, your people's good on that? And I'm like, yo, they, yeah, they should be. Let me make a phone call. Call my people's up. They're like, yeah, biz, come on, biz, you know, you official, you, you know, anything good for you, boom. So, but you know, you can't call them back and sound thirsty. You got to sound like it's a, you know, everything got to, even though I got the dude in my right pocket. Yeah. My people said they don't know. They don't know your peoples. you know, they may have to, you know, raise the price. So homeboy bought the um, paperwork he was supposed to bring for me. So we ended up taking a ride. So whenever I'm doing business with cats, with me, you don't know where I live at all. Um, we'll meet at a designated, area, a designated area. You pick me up or whatever or however we're going to get there. So I, I was introduced to this cat. Um, we'll call him X for now. Foreign cat. I really couldn't understand what he was saying, but he was about his bread. So I called my peoples. We took a trip over there. It was in another you know, another spot. So drove over there with my mans who introduced me to this cat, all three of us. Boom. So we in a car. He's asking me questions about my peoples. Are they legit? I'm like, come on, man. Don't assault me, man. And the other dude was like, nah, nah. This dude is official. You know, He moves low. One thing you gotta know about me, I'm a low cat. Um, When I say low cat, you may know me, but you don't know me. People see me, but they don't know me. And I like it like that. I don't, I don't floss, nothing. I got a lot, so I've seen shit in my life, so I don't act like I ain't never been nowhere. You know what I'm saying? I'm low with my shit. I don't like to draw any unnecessary attention to myself. I could be sitting on $20 million, you'd never know. I could be seen on $20. dollars you never know. You understand what I'm saying? Either way, I'm good, and I don't want to be seen. I'm the cat. Again, that's, uh, I am went into the music business when I was younger, wanting to be famous. As I kept getting older, and I realized, the guys that are not famous are the guys that's making all the money. I wanted to be that guy. I wanted to be Dame Dash dancing on the boat with the champagne. So anyways, boom, we go see these cats, right, and I told the cat, yo, I'm coming through, so um, me and these dudes going to be there, give us about 30 minutes, boom. So on the way there, I'm sitting up front, but my dude that I know introduced me to, his dude, he's sitting in the back seat. First of all, came through with a mean sports car, shit was fly. So I'm sitting up front, he's telling me like, yeah, this is my guy, he's a good guy. He's gonna be out here for a while, and apparently these two look like they were arguing before. You know, they came to scoop me. I don't know what the argument was about. So uh, as we getting closer to the spot, I'm calling my people. Say, so yeah, we almost there. These two get out the car and start fighting in the middle of the highway. I'm sitting in the so whatever they you know whatever going back and forth punching each other. It's crazy. I'm sitting in the car at the intersection. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, is this a practical joke? So anyways, we get halfway there, these dudes start fighting again. So mind you, like, again, the people I, you know, I deal with are heavy dudes. These are not, you know, jokey, you know, they bought their bread. So they don't come outside unless it's, unless it's about 10,000. You understand what I'm saying? That type. So um, I get to the Ave. We over there. We almost there. I'm literally, literally around the corner from where I need to be at, right? Boom. I get over there. I'm calling my man. These two fighting. I'm like Jesus Christ. Again, this was another sign from God. Take your ass home, bitch. I get there. I'm calling my man. He not answering now. And I'm like, and it's not like him. He's never like that. He's usually on point when it comes to money. So I'm like, yo, what the hell? This guy's not answering his phone. Calling, calling. But these two fighting. But I'm calling him. They don't know I'm calling him. They still fighting. So I say, yo, listen, man, I'm not playing with y'all, man. Y'all not trying to do business. Y'all keep fighting. Yo, we could go home. Like, we could dip right now. They calmed down for a couple minutes. They still fight. I say, yo, my boy not linking with y'all because he here to fight. And mind you, I I ain't reach home, boy. They not answering the phone. I'm like, oh, my God. So we ended up taking a ride back to Brooklyn. And those two still going at it, apparently. What's funny, I still, anyways, I can't say it. I can't say that part. I'm going to have to edit that. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we get back to Brooklyn. I'm calling my man. This dude still answering. About a few days later, I get a call from my man, yo. I got to talk to you. I'm like, oh, shit, this shit sound urgent. Boom. Me and this cat link up in the city. Yo, you know, we got raided that same night you was coming up there. So at that same time. I think he thought I set him up. But then he started thinking about it. I guess he was still in his feelings. He's like, yo, bitch, you set me up. I said, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about, nigga? I don't even, I, I said, nigga, I don't even know what the fuck you, I really didn't know what he was talking about. So me and him arguing, da da da, we about to fight. Then he stopped, he caught himself. He was like, yo, my bad, son. He's like, you know what? He thought about it. Two days later he called me again He said nah it wasn't. You see, he said some stupid shit my cousin did Apparently his cousin did some dumb shit Got caught up And they been looking at them niggas for the longest I had nothing to do with it But the way it looked Because I was coming up there with my peoples He never seen before And I'm on my way calling him So apparently he runs outside Here come them peoples So it looked like I had something to do with it Anywho back to my peoples now Boom I told them what happened I said yo you know that same night? No, no. Did I tell them? No, I told. Him. No, no, no. I t- see. This is when it get confusing. No, no, no. I didn't tell him that. I said because my boy think y'all was bullshitting, so he ain't want to fuck around with y'all. So y'all gotta go somewhere else. Da, da 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 da. So he was blaming the foreign dude, and then the foreign dude was whatever. Anywho, that situation got deaded, and I was still dealing with homeboy, but. I don't know the situation between him and his man. His man had to go back somewhere and do all. Nah, never again. But yeah, that was just a little snippet of that story that I really couldn't. But that's just the basic gist of it. Once I tell you the meat and potatoes of that story, it gets even crazier. You know what I mean? Like I have so much. I don't think nobody got much stories as me. Like I got crazy story shit done happened in front of me. So I can't wait till I do my storytellers part of this podcast. This is gonna be it's gonna be episodes where if I do two episodes in a week, one would be a storyteller's where it's just that person telling the story. And I'm not doing an interview. I'm gonna do let them talk and let them just straight tell your story. You'll probably hear my voice once or twice, probably the intro and the outro, but I'm gonna let that person talk. You know what I mean? Or I should do a DJ Vlad's I don't wanna ask questions. I don't wanna interrupt. I want you to get a good, clean, dramatic story and it's gonna be fly. Tell me what y'all think about that. Email me at the new show at gmail.com. I'm gonna do it anyway, but I wanna know what y'all think. Also, I have a I have a snippet of an interview with a cop from Portland. I wanna give this uh officer his respect. I'm gonna give you his name right now. Hold on. I'm giving him respect. Um and this is you're hearing me say this. You know, I have issues with police throughout my life. Um his name is Jakari. Jackson. He's a police officer out of Portland, Oregon, and he spoke about the Black Lives Matter March and the white protesters. I'ma give you a snippet of this uh interview or whatever it was it was beautiful. I actually put a snippet up on my YouTube and there's another link will take you to it in, in its entirety, which is like fifty minutes, but the particular part that I want you guys to hear was how the um the white Black Lives Matter uh, protesters were dealing with the police. It's you really got to hear this one. And I commend this police officer because and this is me saying this, which I'm not a fan of cops, but um, he seems like he has his head on right. And you could see it's a bigger picture for him. He he actually sympathizes with the you know the Black Lives Matter uh, protesters and. You can see he wants to do more, but because he's a cop, he's wearing a uniform, it's different. But let me know what you take from it. I'm going to play at the end of the show. I'm going to get into um, what I wanted to talk about. And I, want, I, I need your opinions. And you can actually go. In fact, I'm going to play a piece of the snippet. And I want you to go watch the entire, the bulk of it on my YouTube channel, The New Hype Show. Because I do need the um, subscribers and the traffic. But please check out that video. I mean check out the, the clip that I'm gonna um I'm gonna play at the end of the show. I'm gonna play at the end of the show and you know, you can make your um your assumptions and ideas and thoughts at the end of it and you know, send me an email, what you guys think and I would actually love to have a conversation with Officer Jackson. Um I could appreciate his perspective, his take, his critique of the um not his critique, just his thoughts on what you know, things that are going on. Actually I I was um I don't want to say impressed I was taken aback I was taken aback Yeah But um, yeah So here's a word from our sponsor I always wanted to say that I'm back This This was kind of on my mind a little bit It stemmed from a, a, a brief conversation I had with a great friend of mine Someone said something to me one day and this isn't, I'm I'm not, uh, I hate dropping names of people. You know what? I'm going to just tell you a story like this. Boom. Coming up, you know, I've been in the music business since I was, I want to say my senior year of high school, officially in the music business then, my senior high school. And my aspirations was to be the CEO of Dev Jam, CEO of, of uh, Rockefeller, CEO of, you know, that was me. I wanted to be that guy. I wanted to be the Russell Simmons, Leo Cohen, the Dame Dash. Be on the yacht, Big Cigar, you know, the, the essentials. I worked my ass off. I interned at record labels. Did a lot of internship with marketing companies. I ran a social media site. I've done a lot in the entertainment business. I've mentored a lot, you know. I've mentored a lot of guys. You know, they were under my tutelage. I, you know, I guided people to the right situations. Introduced this person to that person. Um, put people together who've gone on to have major success. Point people in the right direction. I was that guy. I was. I was that guy to do that. I never fronted on resources. And I've acted funny style. I was not that guy. I wasn't going to charge you $150 because I introduced you to this person. Because I knew the grind. I was I was managing artists, starting my own label. It was to be in fucking Pyramid with Mental Supreme. Shout out to him. 3, 4 in the morning. Sometimes the last to perform. Sometimes I was the first to perform, but didn't watch everybody else's show. Met a lot of people coming up. Producers, Rappers. Most of these artists you you, you, you could think of, I, I knew them coming up. Um, club Speed, I remember nights, Papoose would come through, or uh, K-Slay, I remember those nights. You know, the kids from fucking um, Club Pyramid would go over to Speed, and we'd go to this club, then that club, hand out CDs, pressing up my own CDs in the house, pressing up our own t-shirts, we had our own promo getting invited to these industry parties because of the connections I was making, shaking hands, making friends, letting people see, put commercials up on B-Cat at the time. This is Brooklyn Community a- Community Access Television. You know, I made my bones, so to speak. That's, you know, that's an old school street term. I'm, you know, an Italian street term. I made my bones that way, you know. Relationship building, going up to labels, getting in on three-way conversations, um, linking up with cats, from the West Coast doing tracks over the, you know, over the email. Yo, get on this track and, you know, do this. Met uh met great people, man. Built great relationships, going up to the Source magazine, you know, sending my music packages out and hoping to hear back from certain record labels and execs. Getting sued by Universal. This is this is who I am, you know. And to have somebody come to me one day and say, because a certain person that, you know, who I'm still cool with, you know, they blew up. I'm talking about big. And the person going to tell me basically, oh, you missed the boat, bro. I'm like, the boat. And I took offense. I'm like, the fuck you talking about? Like, that bothered me because I I don't base my success off of someone else's success and how far they go, and the fact that I didn't go far with it doesn't mean I failed. In the grand scheme of things, I mean, yeah, I failed situations. Yeah, of course, I had to fail to know what not to do the next time. I never felt the way about anybody that I helped. I helped a lot of people. Do I feel a way that I didn't go the level I wanted to? Yes, of course. That shit is depressing at the same token do I feel a way when other people blew up because of my help? No, I feel great. I don't feel a way. I don't look at um people's successes as my failures. I never did that. It doesn't bother me. When you succeed, I actually get motivated when people around me that you know I was close to that blow up and 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 I have people around me. Certain people say, "Yo, I remember you was always, yo, didn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I could take credit for that." But to take credit for somebody else's success, no, nah, that was them. That was it. Was written for God. So my boy, you know, shout out to my boy now. Who uh, he brought something to my life. He was like, damn, bro, you know, you helped, you know, this guy. He, you helped this guy out when he was coming up, and now he's blown up. Damn, homeboy, didn't even reached back. And I remember you was going hard for him. And you know, I sat and I thought about it, and I was like, damn, you know, I could have let myself get down and. I said, you know what, nah, man. I said, it just, that's the difference between me and them. Me, I blow up tomorrow. The nigga that, you know, used to mop my floors is gonna, is gonna feel it. Cause I'ma say, thank you. You know, I'ma help him put them on, what you need to be put on to. But the fact that he didn't put me on, and I wasn't thinking about it like that until he brought it to me and how hard I used to go and Put people in positions and the fact that this one dude, because me and this dude was like family or whatever, we still cool. I got no problems with him. I just I'm, I'm loving what he's doing. And he was just like, damn, bro, like you, you, you helped now. Look, look where he couldn't even call you, knowing like you in that field. And I say, yo, you know what, bro, that's how people are. Me and you come from a different cloth. That's what we would do. You know what I'm saying? And then to have somebody tell me that. On Instagram, like, yo, that should have been da-da-da-da-da. they are talking about somebody else. Again, I'm not using any names. I don't want to use names to make it personal because it's not personal with me and those people. And what I do notice, too, is how, you know, when certain friends get to certain positions and they blow up, of course they act funny. It's, it's a given. And you notice it. They'll still reach out to you from time to time, but now the conversation is a little bit different now. And me, I have a tendency to distance myself. I just be like, okay, cool. Now, I would never I would never slander, never hate. It's just not in my blood. You know what I'm saying? I've gone through my journey. I guess my journey is going to take a little bit longer, but I heard Jamie Foxx say that everything you went through is setting you up for that position when it's you know finally called. He didn't say those exact terms, but that's what I took from it. Again, I did marketing I did promo, management Road managers um, Production, I produced records Acting uh, Commercials I did radio Maybe I'm cultivating all this From one of my kids for blo- to blow up Who knows? I just know that everything I put in All that hard work was not in vain And it, it's, it's for a reason Again, I've had people major success around me. Hung around it, seen it, it's beautiful. Twenty year old me, oh my god, I wanna be on a yacht and you know do this and eighteen year old me, the same thing. Now I'm a grown man, I'm a father. See now things are a little bit altered now. Can't be in the club three, four in the morning like I used to. So I gotta be on the internet. You know what I'm saying? But for niggas to think that because certain friends around me blew up and I should feel away, hell no! I'm actually the biggest fucking cheerleader, and that's the thing too. When you chill, you're a dick rider. But when you don't, you're a, like you're a hater. I, I just I can't fathom hating on something that you know I help I help. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I I could go down a list of people that. I've either influenced, I've uh, helped directly, I've consulted, I've, um, you know, they sought me out for tutelage and advice. I could go down the list. For them to look at me like that, I appreciate it. Because I'm not where I, I want to be at this moment. But for people to look at me in that light, I appreciate it. And then you got the people on the side who looking like, oh, that person blew up bigger than biz. And he was there doing all this and that for them. They were supposed to blow up. They were supposed to. It's not my turn yet. Because, but then when my turn come, have that same energy. cause I, You know what I'm saying? I, everybody's not the same. Everybody is not. And you can't for people. Everybody's not built like you. I know the way I'm built. I know the way I'm built because I don't forget anybody. I'm in a position. I get to that position. I'm putting on everybody that put a hand out to help me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not that guy. I'm n- I've never been that guy. Throw shade, none of that. All of that is corny to me. Can't throw shade, can't hate on nobody. It's not in my blood. That's why I look so young, maybe like it's I can't sit home and think about that what that person is doing with their wealth, their fame, and how is it, you know, and then somebody hit me, yo, why you don't hit up such and such? For? I'm like, for what? <laughs> Would it help? Sure. But, one, I'm a proud person, and I don't rock like that. If I do something for you, I don't expect nothing in return. I've never been that person. But when my boy, again, my boy, he, just, he put it in terms of, you was in the beginning bro you you practically helped build that and for him to get you know, uh, I'm just like damn bro He made me think about it for a little bit but I had to come up with the same outcome I say you know wish that man ever, all the success on the planet all of it I I hope I hope he gets everything because he deserves it I was just a uh of just a, a little vehicle for him to get to the next corner that's cool But according to my man, my man said, nah, you was a major player. Don't downplay it. Of course, that's me. I downplay shit because I don't like taking credit for a lot of things, which I should start doing. Because, again, I said in the past, I got more assists than points, and I'm cool with that. Because there is a top list for assists. You know what I'm saying? It is. I may not be the scoring champ, but I got 10,000 assists. I'm in the top three. top. You know, I'm up there. But, again, shout out to everybody doing their thing. Don't let people tell you you can't do nothing that. that means they can't do it and you know helping people shouldn't hinder your success it shouldn't at all if people succeed that's a you know that's a success. you're succeeding as well because you had a hand in that you know you had a hand in that it may not reap financially or you know people want fame I don't want fame that's the last thing I want actually I choose anonymity. I would like to be on an island, private island, just watching my kids play and blow bubbles or watching my kids make videos and that's that's what I'm into. Sitting on in a, you know, my private jet, you know, sipping some uh, organic wine, you know, and taking my kids flying away. I want to go, splendid globe, wherever it stops that's where we go. I'm into my kids. I'm like, shit, my kids my took my kids took all my attributes. They're out here producing shows. They're, uh, you know, putting songs together. Daddy, you know, I'm just, maybe that was what I was supposed to do. When I, if you you get down on yourself and you start, oh man, it should have been me. Nah, nah. What should be you is in your story. My story ain't finished. I wanted to be CEO of Dev Jam. I thought I was going to be running Dev Jam by now maybe god had another plan said nah you're going to do something bigger you're going to have these babies and cultivate them to be stars it is what it is maybe my grandson is going to be that oh yeah oh yeah definitely like his grandpa me but um yo folks stop watching people and if you do watch them watch them for the right things watch them for influence watch them for motivation I got friends that influence me all the time. I'd be happy to see them in the positions they in, man. I, I, I get off on people's success. I actually do. So shout out to everybody out there that has succeeded with, you know, with my help, with me doing certain things for them. Shout out to y'all because y'all motivate me. We, we may not speak every day. We speak when we see each other. I'm cool with that. As long as you're living, you're staying healthy, you, you're doing it positive, you, you, you're doing something for me. I yo stay safe and love each other. You know what I'm saying? Peace.
1: Yeah. At the demonstrations. So, what was it like in that capacity in the first few weeks um, when the fence was up around the Justice Center for that ROT response? I'll say this: I got, I got to see folks that really do want change, like the rest of us that have been impacted by racism. Um, and then I got to see those people get faded out by people that have no idea what racism is all about never experienced racism they don't even know that the tactics that they are using are the same tactics that were used against my people and they don't even know they don't even know the history they don't know what they're saying coming from someone who graduated from PSU with a history degree it's, it's It's actually frightening on how, you know, they say if you don't know your history, you repeat it, and watching people do that to other people just because of what they decide to do with their life. Um, What are some of those interactions that you're... So a lot of times, someone of color, black, Hispanic, Asian, come up to the fence and directly want to talk to me. Hey, what do you think about George Floyd? What do you think about what happened about this? I go up to the fence. So when white comes up, f the police. Don't talk to him. That was the most bizarre thing because I could I could see it I could see it coming. I even had a young African American girl uh, tell me why is it you guys aren't talking to us. I said honestly, this is now the twenty I think it was twenty third day of doing it. Every time I try to have a conversation with someone that looks like me, so when white comes up and blocks him and tells him not to talk. And then right when I said that, this white girl popped right in front of her. She said, he just said that was gonna happen. I said, told you, I told you. She, and she looked at the girl and said, why did you do that? And I, 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 straight up, I said, you know, I've been called the N-word, she's been called the N-word. Why are you talking to me this way? Why do you feel that she can't speak for herself to me? Why is it that you feel you need to speak for her when we're having a conversation? And she couldn't answer my question all she said was someone told me to do it so that that has been a very strange thing to watch i'm cool with you know people feeling like they want to help a movement but then when you go to a gentrified community and the first one of the first pictures i saw that one of the business that was looted was a, a black owned business i'm like they, they, they're not even from here they don't even know what they're even doing. So that to me was very angering, watching you know, a business that was looted and that business is across the street from a Safeway where before my father became a police officer here in Portland, he worked security at that Safeway. Talk about history and roots. And these folks don't even know what they're even doing. And, and so it's divisive, it's, 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 it's hurting the community. And I mean, I saw that press conference, clearly the community was not happy with that. And they even asked for the violence to stop and they still are coming out and doing these, having these violent interactions with other citizens, the police, and at, at some point you just go, what, what, is, what is the end goal? You know.
0: Be sure to get at me on social media. Hit me on Instagram at It's The New Hype Show. And Twitter, It's The New Hype. And you can find me on Facebook at The New Hype Show. Send comments, questions, or if you just want to say fuck you, or if you want to send me a donation, holla at me. It's The New Hype Show.